What's cooking, Gumbo Nation? You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein on iHeartRadio. And I'm your host, Dwayne Stein, the Gulf South Mortgage Authority. And we are live today. If you want to be on the show, if you're not scared, give us a call. 504-260-0995. You can also check us out, the Winning at Life app. Gregory Ricks is winning at Life app. Not only is one of the greatest shows out there, the Winning at Life app, you could watch us on there. Just download that. Uh, the iHeartRadio app, Mortgage Gumbo, Facebook.com, forward slash Mortgage Gumbo, forward slash Dwayne Stein. You name it, it's out there. Look for the little chef hat in the sky. We are making dreams come true. Got a great show planned for you as we sort of get back to business. Hey, we're going to talk about FHA. We're going to talk about uh home improvement renovation spending we're going to talk about these credit check companies we're going to discuss that these credit score companies like credit karma we're going to talk all about that i'm gonna give you my opinion and then the main topic today is hard versus soft we're not talking about tacos folks we're talking about inquiries hard versus soft inquiries i'm gonna let you know what the difference is and when you need to be uh looking out for some different things there but uh hey what a difference a week makes right hey last week i was here and and we were doing hurricane coverage right that's a first hey Dwayne, you mind doing some hurricane coverage absolutely not let's rock and roll so you know discussing hurricane barry and and all that so you know shout out to uh the legend the weather sherpa bob breck for coming on donald villary uh, True Patel Scrantz, Energy uh, uh, Communications Leader Lee Strasberg. So, Colette Biedenkopf spent a couple hours with us, themonarchins.com. Uh, that was awesome, uh, having her insight and kind of give you an idea on what you should be doing. But, you know, what's crazy is you go on Facebook and you see all these goofy posts about, oh, weathermen got it right, wrong. I mean, my gosh, they got it wrong. I mean, do we really want them to be right when it comes to them being wrong? I mean, if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. I'm glad you were wrong last week. I'm glad it it wound up being a, a dud. You know, I'll take all the little jokes about Barry and it's a man and it can't do this and that. Hey, that's fine. I was all about that because the bottom line is this. It gave us an opportunity for a dry run, folks. So what are you doing to take advantage of that? I know I was talking to Colette this week, and everybody listening to her, her phones were ringing off the hook because people are like, a lot of folks think they can just call up and get flood insurance. Eh. No, you can't. It's it's a 30-day wait. So her phone's ringing off the hook, so people are like, you know what? I better get in on that now. So, you know, those are things that people maybe learn. Let this be a dry run, like Colette talked about. Hey, listen, go around. Take pictures of all your stuff right now. Send it to yourself in an email so you always got it. Most of us, hey, we carry a phone with us uh, 24-7. That's just like a little computer. Take advantage of that. So, again, shout out to everybody that did that. I mean, not as importantly, but, you know, to me it was pretty important. I mean, a shout out to iHeart and all the awesome folks over there. I mean, yeah, you know, thanks to y'all listeners and and and. You know, the show growing. Now we get a couple hours on Saturday and, you know, just all the growth of the show. Yeah, guess what? I got to go see Rolling Stones. Oh, a lot of y'all did too? Good. Did you get to do it in the iHeart Suite? No, because I did. 
and that was pretty cool. I don't know how these old dudes run around like they do. Number one, they all got hair. I'm 48 and I'm bald. But they all got their hair rolling. They rolling on with their hair. They jumping around for hours. It was one heck of a show, that's for sure. So, you know, hey, once in a lifetime, I'm not a tremendous concert guy, but when you get an opportunity to go see, uh, I mean, I would guess probably one of the best bands ever. I mean, are they our modern-day Beatles? I don't, I don't know. I don't get into all that. I don't know enough about music, but the bottom line is uh, that was an awesome, awesome show. That's for sure. So got a lot to discuss on today's show, but I just got a question over. It says this. <clears throat> At info at mortgagegumbo.com. And from time to time, hey, we'll try to get in and get these get these in you. Can you pay off debt with a reverse mortgage? Mom and dad have a small balance on their mortgage, have equity, but have tons of debt. All right. I don't know what tons of debt means, but I'm assuming that's in the tens of thousands. With a reverse mortgage, here's what you need to know. <clears throat> it is not a debt consolidation. Like right now, we're doing a ton of refinances. With rates being low, people are consolidating their debt. With debt, with a reverse mortgage, <clears throat> excuse me, that's what you get for drinking too much on a Friday. With, on, with a reverse mortgage, you, you cannot pay off debt, okay? However, when we pay off the mortgage, we can give you, we can give you cash, depending on how much equity, that you can go pay off that debt. But unlike a traditional refinance where if we pay off that debt, it helps you qualify for the loan, with a reverse, you still have to qualify with that debt, okay? Because you cannot, a reverse mortgage purposes is not to consolidate debt. It's to help you with your financial future, securing a roof over your head. So those are the things when we're looking at it, that is what the reverse mortgages are all about, okay? So just kind of keep that in mind when you're thinking about a reverse mortgage there, okay? You can pay off debt, but we're going to give you the cash for it, all right? We can't sit there and go, hey, we're going to pay off X bank. We're going to pay off these four credit cards. We're going to pay off a car or something like that. That is not how it works. So I just want you to make sure uh, you keep that in mind. So I just want to discuss that when it comes to reverse mortgage. So great question there. Hey, FHA, we've been talking about this, and this is a pro. Uh, if you've been listening to the show <clears throat> for any amount of time, you know that FHA, while I like the program, it's not something that I, I look to try to offer that program last. Well, kudos because they're trying to get it right. One of the reasons I don't like it is they changed a couple years ago where the, the PMI stays on for life. Now, with that being said, We've discussed on the show plenty of times. PMI is not necessarily a bad thing. If it helps you become a homeowner, you do what you got to do. That's not necessarily a bad thing. So FHA is now putting some things into place, and they went to a vote, and it looks like it's going to pass. So FHA has two. They have an upfront private upfront mortgage insurance, and then they have a monthly mortgage insurance, okay? Well, what they've done is if you are a first-time home buyer. If you are a first-time home buyer, the upfront mortgage insurance is 1.75% of your loan of your, of your balance, okay? Your loan amount. So, on 200,000, for example, it's 3500 bucks. 
It's just it's not cash you got to bring to the closing. It's just added to your loan amount on top. Okay. Well, what they've proposed is if you are a first time home buyer, you go to a counseling class. They will take off twenty five basis points, point two five percent. Okay. So instead of one point seven five, it becomes one point five percent. Sounds good, right? But I'm challenging the HUD. I'm challenging the government. I'm challenging those who, keep in mind, FHA is not a loan product. They are an insurer. So here's what that works out to be. On a $200,000 loan, at one75 your loan, your borrowing is 203500 When they drop that to one5 your loan goes down from a $200,000 loan, becomes 203000 So it's a difference of 500 bucks on top. What does that do in your payment? It's about $2.50. Okay? So while I like and I appreciate what they're doing, okay, I like that. Okay? But in my opinion, they need to look at passing some other stuff that they're kicking around. Okay? For example, what I'm thinking they should be doing is, hey, your back end, instead of that .25 on the top, okay, hey, I don't even care if they go from 175 to 20 on the top. Take a little bit more on the top, okay? But let's remove the back end. So your mortgage insurance, if you put down less than 5% on an FHA loan, is 0.85, okay? So what you're looking at there is on a $200,000 loan, your monthly private mortgage insurance is going to be $170 a month. So if we drop that by 0.25, now we go down to 60 basis points. When that goes to $120 a month. That's $50. See, to me, that's substantial. That's the difference a lot of time of being able to upgrade a house or get in the house and qualify altogether. So what I'm proposing, FHA, is I like where you're going. I do. I like what I'm seeing from y'all. But if you want to take and be more of the market share, you got to get a little bit more competitive, right? So let's, hey, Let's look at that permanent PMI. Let's remove it. Let's go back to what it used to be. Hey, you got to have it at least five years or once you got, you know, 77, 78% loan to value, at least 20% equity. Let's go back to that, okay? This can get more people in the homes. This can help people get a little bit more aggressive. So I think there's some opportunities there that we're losing right now that we need to look at and try to start taking advantage of it. Hey, listen, if you want to be on the show today, we are live, 504-260-0995. When we come back on the other side of the break, hey, listen, we're going to talk about uh, Fannie Mae. They lowered their projections on interest rates. We're going to talk about that. The Fed meets on the 30th. All kinds of good stuff I got for you there. You'd be silly because I am your home hookup. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein on iHeartRadio. 504-260-0995. Yeah. Nice choice there. Producer Pro- Porcine is in the jam this morning, baby. You are listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. Hey, highlight your boy. Hit me up. 504 260 Nine nine five. 
We are your home hookup. Hey, if you want to reach out to me, the, the home away from the show, mortgagegumbo.com. Visit it. Check it out. Sign up for the free weekly newsletter called The Rue. Very simple. Go in there. We're not going to beat you up. We're not going to send you a whole bunch of stuff. Hey, it's a weekly newsletter that goes out every Wednesday. Check out this week's, uh, week's featured listing by Joseph Musselman, the strongest name in real estate with J.P. South. Jim Doyle, Stacy, and them over there. Great brokerage. New brokerage over here on the North Shore. But go check that out if you get the Rue Newsletter. Fantastic. Almost 40% of U.S. homes are free and clear of a mortgage. What? When I read that, I was baffled. Okay? 37% of U.S. households are free and clear. Meaning they no longer have a mortgage to pay, according to Zillow. This number has ticked upward since the Great Recession. As a share of homeowners paying off their mortgage has risen 5.5%. I think a lot of that, folks, in my opinion, has to do with just the aging population, right? We know that. The baby boomers, the Gen Xers, those folks are growing, getting older, correct? So that kind of stuff I think is having an effect. All right. So those are kind of things that we're sort of dealing with there. But also when we're looking at it, that is amazing. And guess what? Louisiana, Mississippi, you make the list in a good way. West Virginia, 54% of homeowners are free and clear. Mississippi, 51%. Louisiana rounding out the top three, 48%. Hey, that is awesome. West Virginia, 54, Mississippi, 51, and Louisiana, 48 to round out the top three. That is absolutely fantastic. Now, and I don't want to bring this up because I don't want to rain on the parade because this is good news. Those three states are also in the top five of most obese But, I mean, let's stick to positives, right? I could see Louisiana being obese. What does West Virginia have? What are they frying up there? Rabbit? You know? I mean, what are they doing in there? I I don't know what West Virginia food's known for. But they're one of the most obese. But, anyway, that's great news. West Virginia, Mississippi, Louisiana, all right at 50% or above in homeowners that have free and clear mortgages that is amazing listen to this because we are just all about facts here on mortgage gumbo when you just one in eight buyers faced competition last month one in eight one in eight Just 12% of offers written by agents nationally faced a bidding war compared to 52, which is half in 2018. So what is going on? And we've talked about that on this show quite a bit. We've discussed this, okay? But what I want you to know as listeners and as potential clients or future homeowners Hey, this is a huge decision. Don't feel pressured. However, this is why 
you need to work with a quality agent. You need to work with somebody that has your best interest at hand. Because when they're going, oh, we better get on this right away. We better do this. We better do that. Rush, rush, rush. Do they have your best interest at hand? Because now we're finding out just one in eight face competition. What they mean by that is somebody that is having multiple offers. Okay? Now, that does not mean you can steal a property. That doesn't mean if the house is listed for 250 go in and offer 220 But what that may mean is, hey, listen, maybe you can go in and offer a full price, but get them to take care of your closing costs. Folks, we are doing that more and more often. That, again, is why I want you to reach out to me. Call me at my day job. Think mortgage gumbo when you're considering buying a house, listing your house. Not just for the qualifying purposes, because I have a network of agents that I can introduce you to who are, let's face it, they're bulldogs. They know how to write contracts. They know how to protect you. They know how to make sure that your best interest is at hand. We have discussed it. Cash is king. And the number one home buyer concerns is, once they're in, they do not realize maintenance. They do not realize the cost. Furniture. Hey, those curtains that have to go on a window, eventually you got to remove the tin foil. Those are things there. So, But when you're looking at it, folks, that is an unbelievable number. I had no idea. One in eight people face competition. That's why it is such a great time right now. You have inventory out there. People are making more money. There's tremendous opportunity to become a homeowner right now. Tremendous. And it kind of goes hand in hand with, and, and we've discussed this. Listen, people are making more. So they spend more, right? Heck, they, they have a job. Unemployment's at all-time lows, right? But better yet, what they are is they're confident. They feel good about their job. They feel good about what's going on, okay? And that's why you're seeing, listen, you are seeing median home sale prices across the United States for single-family residents, not doubles, not townhome, single-family residences, okay? Hey, it's climbed back up. It's now back 266, which is a record high. We saw that kind of come down at the end of last year. And if you remember, we're talking out on the show. I used to say, hey, if you're going to refinance, do it now while your home's at an all-time high. Guess what? It's peaking back up for the simple fact is this. Okay? People are making more, so they're spending a little bit more money. So I went in and looked. 266000 for the second quarter is where the U.S. home median price is. So, hey, how do we compare Louisiana and Mississippi? Okay. Hey, New Orleans, 266 is the national average. New Orleans, you're at 220. Now, that's not if you're on St. Charles Avenue. That's just New Orleans proper, the metropolitan area. Hey, North Shore, you're blowing and going. 270. You're above the median sales price for the United States of America over on the North Shore. The Dell, Slide Dell. 166000 is your median sales price out there in Slidell versus 266. 
You're 100,000 less in the Slidell area versus the United States of America. St. Bernard, God's country. St. Bernard Parish continues to be the best bargain out there. That's why my manager, Claude Mayer, out there is doing an unbelievable job. 149000 is your median sales price. Okay? That is amazing. Gulfport over in Mississippi, we've talked. You're, you're not no longer the best-kept secret out there. Okay? Gulfport, your current listing, they didn't have a median sales price listed, but your median, so no medium home value. However, your current list price is $174,000. Diamond Head, median sales price, $170,000 compared to two sixty six dollars across the country. And Picayune, and Picayune, $132,000. So when we're looking at this, just keep in mind, These prices are rising because people are in a better situation all around, okay? So when you see this, it's not a, oh, my gosh. And that's why I wanted to share what our market is because when you look at our market outside of the North Shore, we fall well well below what the national average is. And that's just how it goes down here. So that's a good opportunity. Listen, there's pockets. Don't get me wrong, okay? I paid more than 266. For my house, but I just want you to know there's pockets and there's different things. So I want you to compare. We live in a fantastic area. We live in an area where, hey, year over year, you're going to get equity growth. You're not going to be able to use it like some folks out in California do, where every six months you can refinance and get money out. But what you're going to do is, as a homeowner, you're going to get solid, consistent growth, which There's not much better than that, folks, when you're thinking about it, being a homeowner. That's all we want to know is, am I making a good investment? Am I making a good investment? And, hey, when you're thinking about buying a house, call me. I've got tools that can let you know. I can plug in your address and tell you how much that house has grown. I can let you know what your market area is going into. There's tools out there. That's why it's so important to work with a lender that has access to this. I let my agents know before they go out and they send me an address. Hey, here's what we're looking at in that area. We're going to put everything together to make sure we keep you super strong. So when it's ready for you to make that offer, you know you're going in strong with your pre-approval. Hey, when we come back on the other side of the break, I got a story that I got to share with y'all that happened this week that just is horrible, bothers me. I'm going to share that with you because I think this happens way too often. So I'm going to share that with you. And then we'll get into rate watch and then we'll get into our topic, hard versus soft, not tacos. We're talking inquiry. You're chilling out with me this Saturday. Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein on iHeartRadio. 504-260-099. Let the music play. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein. 
right here on iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995. I am your Gulf South Mortgage Authority. Where your homes hook up. Hey, when you if you want to know what's going on away from the show, visit mortgagegumbo.com. We've always got somebody standing by. I'll get to you usually right away, even on the weekends. Just got an email from a guy saying, hey, want to send you some information my son's looking at. Hey, guess what? Responded right there in the middle of the show. That service, always available for you. So before we get into rate watch and discuss all that stuff, and and, hey, the Fed's going to be making a decision, Fannie Mae's lowered projections, I have to, I have to, discuss what I see more and more and it's bothersome and I do not know how some of these real estate agents will go back to a lender that consistently gets it wrong and this is why you need to be working with a lender that is licensed number one you know you see all these Navy Federal Credit Union all these you know, uh, USAA and all this, and they, and they sell all this stuff. Guess what? These are folks that are not licensed. They tell you, I can't tell you how many times, maybe uh, how many times they give somebody a rate and the person comes back when I tell them it's not going to be that, it's going to be this, and they come back. But this week, and, and it's bothersome because this happens a lot, but have a client, now he's a client, in Mississippi, agents working with him, Goes to the lender, they find a house, and the client wants to go rural development. As you know, listening, hey, 0% down. Well, the first question you have to ask when it's rural development is, there's income qualifications, right? So the lender asks how many in the family? Are you married? Guy says, yeah, two. Seems like a legitimate question, right? Hey, how many children? Says, three. Hey, that's easy. I ask it, okay? But we're going to keep going here. So the lender asks, hey, what is, your, what is your income? Well, anybody that knows up to after you get over four people, okay, the income becomes 109000 So he says he makes 95000 Lender says, hey, absolutely, we can go RD. Gives a quote, and you can't see me right now, Facebook can, gives a quote of, hey, we're going to give you a pre-approval. Now, keep in mind, folks, our pre-approvals mean they come. They have gone through underwriting. We get them in 24 to 48 hours. We don't give them right away, right while we're on the phone, because we give them, we go through underwriting. That way, it's like a cash offer. So the borrower writes a contract, puts down a $500 deposit. Everything sounds normal, I'm telling you all so far, right? You're like, what's the big deal, dude? You just want to tell people to use you and not somebody else. Well, we'll get there. Okay? Orders an inspection. That's 425. Has appraisal done. That's 475. Okay? Now we're in, hey, we're in over 1,500. Two weeks go by because most folks, it's summertime, right? You're hanging out at the beach. You're enjoying a little vacation. They're excited. They're buying a house. Hey, gets back. Sends in his documents to the lender. Sends over his taxes. Hey, still seems like there's no issues, right? I'm going to get there. Lender doesn't just sends up the docs. Obviously, don't even take the time to look at the taxes, okay? 
So sends up the file to underwriting. All right? Now, here's where we get into my frustration and, and why you have to have a lender that knows what they're doing. Number one, they got they got the taxes and did not look at, look at it. So the file gets denied from RD. And you go, well, why? He, could, he had 95000 in income. He can go up to 109000 His debt-to-income ratio, everything was fine. Well, number one, here's what the lender did not do. He didn't verify the age of the children. Okay? You can't, and so he doesn't verify the age of the children. So why he said, hey, yeah, I'm married, and then totally my family's five. Well, guess what? Everybody listening right now is going to say, if I ask you, hey, how many children you got? You're going to tell me. The ones that don't live with you anymore, they still count. They still count as children. But what he didn't understand is he's got one daughter that's 27 and married. A son that's 23, living on his own, has his own house. And then he's got one daughter that's 13 that lives at home. So he gave them a pre-approval without asking. uh, The next question is, what are their ages? Well, now all of a sudden they do not qualify. And they're supposed to be going to closing at the end of this month, in 10 days. So if he just simply just asked what the ages were, he'd have known that RD's not an option for these folks. So now you have a family with a lease coming up, right? Luckily, it ends in August. So we're going to be able to get an extension, hopefully. If not, they just put an offer in and spent over 1500 bucks on a house they can't buy because the lender did not know what they're doing. That is so frustrating for me when I think about this stuff because it hurts my feelings because of the pain when these folks call me. And you can imagine being on radio, you listen, and hey, y'all all doing a great job, and I appreciate it. If you're listening to the show, I ask you every single week, just mention mortgage gumbo to one person. That's all I'm asking for. And you're doing it. So they'll call me, and then I have to try to help these people bail out. So now what's happening is we're going to get them qualified for an FHA loan. But the people have 6500 bucks to their name. And this particular loan, 6300 of it has to go to their down payment. Well, you know what the agent now can't do? The agent can't go back to the seller and go, hey, listen, we need to change the contract. Because we need you to now pay closing costs. Because my client does not have the money. So now we're working on trying to get gifts and we're scrambling. But if this lender would have just taken the time to ask the right questions. We're buying homes, not gumballs, folks. And you have to work with someone, agents included, that know what they're doing. So this poor client now, we're going to do everything we can. If they can find a gift, if they can, you know... We may do a lender credit, but by law, they've got to come up with a minimum of their 3.5%, which takes away all their life savings. It's gone now because a lender didn't take the time to know what the rules were. So you have to keep that in mind, folks. So again, a lot of these answers to all these things, if you visit mortgagegumbo.com, it's on there. It's on there. So you have to understand. And for agents, it's not your job. Your job is to sell a brick and mortar. Work with the lender that knows the rules. Your job is to sell the dream. My job is to finance it and get the money in. Because as most quality agents know, 
The person buying the home isn't going to share everything with them when it comes to the money and the finances. I'm going to get all that. So the point of this story is this. Make sure you are working with somebody because this is a life situation that could change these people forever. Because if they're not able to come up with a gift, these people are homeless in 30 days. Homeless. And they've already lost $1,500 on a house that they may or may not be able to buy. You don't need that kind of stress in your life. Buying a home should be exciting and fun. You shouldn't have these kind of obstacles. It's not that hard from a financing side. It's not. You may not always like the answer, but it's pretty cut and dry on what could be done. So I just wanted to share that story, and as you can tell, I get a little animated because by the time some of these folks get to me, the ones that come to me first, hey, there's never any problems because I'm up front. People are always like, man, you keep it real. I said, you rather that or you rather me fib to you? They're like, no, we appreciate it. If your credit stinks, I'm going to tell you it stinks, but I'm also going to tell you how we're going to fix it so we can get you to be a homeowner. That's why today when I leave out of here because of my passion for helping folks, I'm going on a Saturday, I'm going to a home buying seminar for about 20 folks on my Saturday because you know why? Hey, all 20 of these folks may not be ready to buy, but if there's one that could buy now, great. If all 20 aren't ready, I'm going to put them on the path to be able to. Hey, let's get into our weekly segment we like to call Rate Watch. Hey, we got about 10 days left. July 30th, 31st, Fed's going to meet. Will they cut key interest rates? We shall see. This week, we saw a little bit of a reprieve. Last week, they jumped up. This week, we saw a little bit of a reprieve. 30-year conventional. 30-year conventional. 3.88. 3.88. That's down from 3.95. 15 year, 3.63, down to 3.59. FHA, 3.63 to 3.55. Jumbo, 397 to 3.90. And the 5 1 arm is at down from 3.70 to 3.65. So think about that, folks. The 5-1 arm is less than one quarter of a point. It's less than one quarter of a point over a 30-year fixed. You'd be absolutely silly, absolutely silly to take out an adjustable rate mortgage. I'll share that story I've got, how this bank just basically sold this guy on what a 30-year amortization is, basically sold him a balloon note. And I had to be the one that had to break down for him that it's not when I actually read the contract. So this guy's in a hill of beans. So we'll try to talk about that. Hey, listen, we're going to talk about when I come back, hard versus soft inquiry. Everything you need to know. And hey, is your lender telling you some things that may be untruthful? We'll discuss that when it comes to inquiries. You are listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein. On iHeartRadio, 504-260-0995. Here come the hot stepper. You're listening to Mortgage Gumbo with Dwayne Stein right here on iHeartRadio. 504-260-0995. We got one segment left. We are your home's hookup. 
when it comes to education and options and everything that you uh, comes with your home, we've got it here for you. I've got a total home authority, insurance, inspector, agents, you name it, title. There's nothing out there that we cannot help you with. I've got a team that is always ready to work. Heck, we even got a company that, hey, where do we vacation all the time? Destin, visit saltwatervacay.com. Mention Mortgage Gumbo. Go stay at one of their awesome resorts. We've even got vacation companies uh, working with us. Roofers, plumbers, you name it. We've got it. We want you, when it comes to your home, to think of Mortgage Gumbo. That's your one-stop shop. So, hey, our other weekly segment we like to call Follow the Numbers. Stay tuned. They are saying that, hey, the market has already priced in the federal, the future fund, uh, federal funds uh, rate. They're saying it's already priced in. They're saying that there's pretty much 100% chance that the Fed will reduce short-term interest rates in its two-day meeting, as I just alluded to, on the 30th and 31st. We shall see, okay? We shall see. I'm not quite sure. But what would that mean? Hey, that might mean a little bit of a break for you on your credit card payments. That might mean if you're in the market for an automobile, a little bit, uh, a little bit of a, a better uh, car rate. When it comes to mortgages, it does not mean that your mortgage is going to drop. If they drop federal funds rate by quarter, it's not going to mean it's going to drop that. Okay? Mortgage rates are a little bit different. Federal funds rates kind of what banks lend to each other. So if we do see it, it takes a little bit of time for that stuff to work its way through. Listen, I, you know, and, and when I read this, my notes I made is you can't believe anything they say, okay? The Chinese economy, they're saying in the second quarter, grew 6.2%, okay? Uh, a year-over-year growth in 2019, okay? They're saying that's the lowest growth rate since March of 1992. And then they want to say, hey, uh, uh, the United States reported a growth rate uh, last time we projected six six point two was in the third quarter of two thousand three. Listen, you can't believe anything China says, folks. You just can't. You can't. It's that simple. So when I see that, I don't I don't get caught up in that too much. But I like to share that stuff. As of three thirty one nineteen, the United States, the U.S. economy was twenty one trillion in size. That same time in 1969, 50 years ago, the economy was $1 trillion in size. Yahtzee, we're growing. I call that Yahtzee. Are we shifting away from China? U.S. manufacturers have moved some of their supply chains away from China in 2019, increasing imports from Taiwan up 22%, and from India up 12%, and South Korea 12%. Folks, just like you, just like us in our area, companies, people are resilient. They're not going to sit around and go, oh, boo-hoo. Successful people figure out how to succeed. So if China don't want to play by the rules, we'll find other people to play with. Okay? It's that simple. So that's, hey, that's follow the numbers. One of the things that I talk about on the show and haven't maybe talked about for a while, and maybe I, I just assume it's understood, but I need to understand this is what I do. It'd kind of be like me walking into a uh, me walking into a doctor's office, assuming you know uh, that my throat hurts and what it is. But 
It's a hard versus a soft inquiry. Folks, there's a big difference here, and I want to kind of share with you because I want you to understand when you're seeing, hey, creditrepair.com or, or Credit Karma or, you know, credit, free credit check or free credit report, blah, 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 blah. I want to kind of make you help you understand what's the difference between a hard and a soft inquiry because it does affect things, okay? So if you think about it this way, let's start with a hard inquiry. If you are applying somewhere, let's use the word applying, and there's going to be a credit decision where somebody tells you, yes, you're going to get this house, or no, you won't get this house, or yes, for a car, motorcycle, boat, whatever it is, okay? Or for a credit card, okay? Those are called hard inquiries, okay? When a credit decision is being done, that is a hard inquiry. A soft inquiry is basically when you're doing your free credit checks, right? And you're looking into your free credit checks, you're seeing what that's all about. Uh, maybe you're wanting to, you know, just kind of get an idea of what's going on. And we're going to get into that more in the future as well. But a soft inquiry, those are typically when maybe a company is doing a background check on you. Okay? Soft inquiries do not, I repeat, do not affect your credit score. Okay? So, some soft inquiries are things like, hey, checking your credit score. Maybe a pre-qualified credit offer. You ever wonder why you go to the mailbox and Visa or MasterCard says, hey, you're pre-qualified for this? Okay? That's a pre-qualified offer. Make sure when you read that, it's pre-qualified. But what they've done is they've done a soft pull to at least send you that to be able to offer it. It doesn't mean you're pre-approved. It's different when you get one that says you're pre-approved. Call this number to activate. Pre-qualified, if you read the fine print, it's going to go, we will need to pull a hard inquiry. Pre-qualified for insurance quotes. So, hey, if you're going to the monarchins.com calling Colette, hey, and you need to get an insurance quote, those are soft inquiries. Background checks on employment, soft inquiry. Hey, hard inquiries are going to be, like I said, where's a credit decision going to be made? Mortgage applications, auto applications, credit card, student loans, personal loans, apartment rentals. Yes, those are hard inquiries. When you're looking into renting a place, those are a hard inquiry. Okay? So those are things that you've got to look at. Those are things that you've got to make sure that you are aware of. Now, and my job on this show is to keep you aware of what's going on when it comes to your most valuable asset, which is your home. So when it comes to um, buying a home, buying a car, okay, understand this, that inquiries do not necessarily stop you from getting an approval, okay? So don't think multiple inquiries are going to affect your interest rate or you being able to get an interest rate that's incorrect as a matter of fact a fact that i want to share with you is this fico which is a scoring model right y'all hear fico scores in the mortgage business we use three scores 
and we take the middle score. If it's a couple, we take the lower middle score. But so many times I talk to people and they go, the agent says, hey, I want you to call Dwayne. See, we do the free second look. We talk about, folks, there's a reason why I offer the free second look. Because when I pull the credit, it's not going to affect you. Or it shouldn't affect you. Because the bottom line is, there's FICO gives you a 30-day grace period before certain loans are reflected in your scores. That's right, folks. A minimum of 30 days. How many of you were aware of that? So when that lender goes, oh, don't let anybody else pull your credit, it's going to affect it. They are fibbing. They're shady. And that's a misconception that is done by shady lenders. You could have multiple inquiries for the same type of loan. And most of the time, it will show up as a single. For your scoring purposes, it treats it as a single inquiry. I can look at and know that you applied with Schmuckatelli Mortgage or this one and that one. But as far as your scoring goes, when it's happening between a thir- in, in less than a 30-day period, you're good to go. Okay? With FICO. Some models, it's up to 45 days. So what I want you to be aware of when it comes to a hard versus a soft inquiry is this. Be aware that a hard inquiry is going to come when there's a credit decision. But don't let that person scare you into believing that you can't see what other options are out there. Folks, it's a difference a week makes. Hey, we're back. We're rocking and rolling summer. It's hot outside. There's music playing, everything. Great time to be in the Gulf South, that's for sure. I appreciate you spending another week with me. The home away from the show, MortgageGumbo.com. Call me at my day job, 504-207-7600. Another great week. I appreciate it. Go out, be safe. And until next week, Gumbo Nation, keep stirring.